Hello, my name's Andrew Middleton, and this is the Learning, Teaching and Assessment in Higher Education podcast from Sheffield Hallam University in the UK. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the Media Frenzy, uh, an event which I was responsible for organising at Sheffield Hallam University and which was run with a dozen students in December 2008. Welcome to the Media Frenzy. On the 10th of December, four teams of students took part in the Media Frenzy, an open competition devised around a series of 30 digital media challenges designed to demonstrate a number of things. How creative students can be, how digital media is so pick-up, point-and-shoot these days, and, by association, how we can develop the curriculum, making it more student-centred. The event was hosted in the media space, part of the new extension to the university's assets learning centre. An important aspect to the event was to invite any student to take part, not just those who you might expect to be creative or digitally competent. In fact, the digital technologies used on the night and promoted through the media space are intentionally everyday point-and-shoot technologies, and the software used was also lo-fi, Windows Movie Maker, Audacity and other things like that. There were three students in each team who were introduced to each other on the night. Some were familiar with the technology and some weren't. To get things moving, participants watched a video of academic staff talking about their ideas of what a vibrant and challenging learning environment would look like and how digital media would be part of that. This academic view itself provided a challenge for those taking part. The implicit suggestion was that the students should demonstrate what a vibrant and challenging learning environment might be to them, and their response was in the form of whatever they did and whatever they could produce over the three hours that followed. Teams were asked to select three challenges each to begin with. Each challenge had been assigned a number of points, depending on the level of difficulty of each task. Teams were pitted against each other to produce the pieces of media assigned to them in the allotted time. However, extra points would be awarded to anyone who appeared in the videos or audio programmes produced by other teams. Obviously, easy money for one student who appeared to present most of the video pieces that were produced on the night. Some of the challenges were technically complex, like telling a joke using pieces of Lego and stop-motion animation. At the other extreme, there were several challenges that were relatively simple, yet time-consuming. For example, the production of guidance documents for other students. 10 tips for digital audio, 10 tips for producing video, and 10 ideas for being creative with PowerPoint. One of the teams bagged all of these low-scoring challenges and did a great job of producing guidance materials that will be valued beyond the event. One challenge invited teams to dream up new challenges, that, if accepted by other teams, also earned points. Students have been targeted for the event in many ways. Flyers distributed through the learning centres brought some students in, whilst flyers sent to likely academics brought in others. Matthew Love, a lecturer responsible for first-year digital media students, saw the connection to his teaching immediately and encouraged a handful of his students to get involved. 
It's Matthew Love, uh, teach computing and very much more multimedia now from a technical point of view. Normally, I'm involved in the technologies and not the content creation creativity. Uh, teaching in Adcom a lot more, the, the, the content is also highly valuable. The students that I've brought along today are first-year digital media technology students. They are Adcom students, creative, but looking at the technologies. First-year students, they've got a creative bent, a technical exposure, and this this is exactly the sort of thing that they're they're looking to do. So actually, it's given them something real away from the classroom to, to work on, and absolutely, as though they're a real enjoying it. Practical problem. One of the other areas they're likely to be involved in their, their future careers is as um, the sort of person who has the inspiration behind the idea to be able to uh, look at technology, to be able to assess it, and be able to find a use. Uh, find a use for it, or indeed the other way around, have a problem and find the right technology for it. And from what I've seen from the students working here, that's very much what they're they're doing. They're also here working with students from other um, uh, courses, other disciplines, and the ability to even find some sort of language to describe what they understand and what they know, and to put that into a context for for less computer literate users. That itself is a, a skill. That and having the patience, I suppose, to be explained. They can see what they want, but somebody else hasn't followed it yet. So how do they, how do they um, understand that? So there are a couple of features about this particular event. It's fairly light-hearted. It doesn't really matter if you don't complete anything. Mm-hmm. It's set around a series of challenges. In my teaching in first years, they're not directly under pressure to produce something quite as quickly as, as this. They've got more consideration time. So, in fact, I, I guess what they've got here is an, a genuine and useful experience, but it's something that I'm not creating in my own classes. So it's not in conflict. It very much supports, but it's doing something that I haven't done directly um, so it's useful in that respect certainly the integration across the courses and to to recognize that somebody's actually got quite a skill set so a student might arrive not realizing that what they have is an employable set and they might go into a company in a few years time and be able to use what they regard as the very domestic and normal activities but actually in the company they may be the only person to be able to do that so bringing out that level of confidence, bringing out the fact that the home life and home skills are actually employability skills, could well be a very valuable asset. Any anything, Suzanne? Well, I was wondering how you think other members of staff might feel about approaching these skills in the context of having other students there. I think it's particularly if the member of staff is ready to try some multimedia uh, digital technologies but doesn't quite know how to go about it, doesn't know how, for example, to transfer the film that you might be making now onto the PC. So they've used the, the things in isolation from each other but not together. To have that done via students, that, I think they're welcome. Because there are a lot of the very simple questions that you don't quite know where to go to to get that sort of answer. Yeah. Here, they could ask that question or observe that question without having to articulate it. If they do need to ask it, there's plenty of help available. It's a sort of environment where you can ask a very naive question yeah. very easily. Yeah. I suspect an event like this, because it's so many little tasks it's more likely to expose you to the full range of of things. So in fact, if you came to this not knowing anything about the process, but what you did is observed your reaction to the process, 
that itself is a valuable uh, exercise. So I was really pleased to see you hadn't taken it just as a technical exercise. You had taken it as a learning opportunity. The media frenzy was partly intended to demonstrate that any student, whatever their technical capability, can work creatively with digital media and learn a lot in the process. On the night, it was hard to tell those with more experience, apart from those who turned up just because they were looking for a bit of fun. For much of the evening, things were relatively quiet, with teams immersed in their challenges. With just a few minutes left, there was a sense of tension in the air as the last edit was performed, the last I was dotted, and the last image was pasted. Participants gathered to submit their pieces, check the scoreboard, and see what others had managed to do. The media frenzy had been an unknown quantity just three and a half hours earlier. By the end of the evening, it had become clear that those taking part had become totally absorbed in their production, that the challenges had been fun, and that the participants had indeed demonstrated a vision for a vibrant and challenging learning environment. The frenzy was a success, and will be run again with other student groups, and for groups of staff too. Pick up point-and-shoot challenges are here to stay.